You're listening to the Rod Langway Fan Club. Oh, this is brutal. This trip to Geneman Island has got off to a brutal start. Well, you let Jeff do the planning and arrange the transportation. What do you expect? Yeah, that Uber is just not showing up. Hey, guys, wait up. Here he comes. And he's dragging his ass, too. Yep. Hey, guys, sorry about this, man. I don't know what happened to my Uber driver. Yeah, well, the phone is not always the most reliable thing for you, bud. He's usually always here, man. Yeah, okay. Well, I guess we're going to hitch. I guess we got to hitch. There's no cars out here, so hopefully we can get a ride, but I don't know what other choice we have. What are we going to do about the show? Well, we got to yeah. just do it. Yeah, we can just record. We're going to do it by the side of the road here. Well, yeah. we can walk and do it. And yeah, we got the mics going already. Might, yeah. might as well. If we get a ride, we get a ride. All right. We'll try our luck here. Yeah, it's pretty hurting out here, though. <laughs> it's I mean, dark out here, too. Dark. Spooky. A lot of junk on the road. Well... There's a lot of junk teams in the league this year, so maybe we should start talking with them first. Okay, are we going to do that, or are we going to do divisions? Let's do let's do tiers. Like let's let, like look at the bad teams, and then we'll move up a tier and see how we okay. go. We'll, well start with the that's bad. That's fitting teams. for our trip so far, anyways. Yeah. Start off with the bad teams. Yeah. Uh, well, if we're talking bad teams, how about the San Jose Sharks? What yeah. are your thoughts on their yeah. upcoming season? Pretty toothless squad. Uh, it's one of those teams that probably should have started rebuilding a few years ago, and uh, they haven't done so, and it's just been kind of a slow slide down. A lot of bad contracts on the books. Yeah, I mean, they haven't been good for a while, and it is definitely time for them to start over. Um, unfortunately, they still have, you know, Brent Burns, uh, Eric Carlson under contract, and uh, this is going to hurt them. And the whole um, Evander Kane situation is rough. Every time I go on Twitter or social media, he's done some new stupid thing. So now he's trying to use this, this uh, fake vaccination card, and this is going to get him in some trouble. And then the gambling accusations and just, you know, not being a likable guy. His teammates don't like him. I don't know. He's so talented, but this might be the end of the line for him in San Jose. Maybe in the league. Yeah, it's bad when your best player has all this controversy surrounding him. It's it's not a good start. Do you guys think Hurdle will stick around? Well, it sounds like he's on the trade block. Um, if they get what they're looking for, they're going to move on from him. He's unrestricted at the end of the season. So I'm curious to see how Aiden Hill does in net. I thought that was a decent trade. Yeah, I mean, it can't be any worse than it was last year, right? So maybe, maybe he'll be okay. But no, this team is not looking good at all. It's, it's pretty poor. Well, while we're on the topic of disappointing teams from California, how about we head south and see what's going on in Anaheim? Yeah, well, Anaheim, they definitely belong out here on the side of the road. But I would say it's a little brighter for the Ducks. Um, they do have some young talent, especially uh, young Trevor Zegris. People are high on him for next year. Yeah, I'm really excited to see what he can do. He's probably going to get lots of opportunities. And I also love Drysdale back there on D. He could be a bit of a dark horse for the Calder. Yeah, he's one of the best skating defensemen in the league already. And he just entered the league, so I'm excited to see what he can do. And beyond that, they've also got Max Contois. He had a really nice season last year looking to build upon that. Yeah, other than that, it's pretty slim pickings. I think it's going to be a long season for John Gibson and Nett. Yeah, and I mean, Ryan Getzlaff, a vet back there, I think it's going to be a tough season for him too. I mean, he's not the player he once was. Uh, at least he'll be a guiding light for some of these young kids, though. Yeah, I think it's nice to have that veteran leadership there as the torch is passed along. Well, guys, I think uh, I think we might have a ride here. Stick, yeah. stick, stick hey. out your thumbs. Hey! hey. Oh, oh. Blew right past us. No, no interest in us. Oh, well. Um, They don't want to pick up the three foreigners at the side of the road on a dark night? Surprise, surprise. Well, I mean, talking about cars, uh, Motor City, Detroit Red Wings. Uh, What do we think about this team? Stevie Y made a couple of nice moves in the offseason by bringing in uh, Ned in net. 
Yeah, uh, I don't know why Caroline moved on from him. I guess uh, one man's trash is another man's treasure, but uh, he's going to have his hands full uh, on what is a pretty underwhelming roster this season. That's right. He also went out and got Nick Letty. But uh, overall, this team is going to really struggle to put the puck in the net. Yeah, yeah I mean, some big losses right off the bat, right? Yeah, for sure. I mean, he, Stevie Wise tried to put his, his fingerprints on this team, but yeah, he's had some bad luck with the injuries. Uh, Vrana yeah. is, is down for injury. Oh, yeah. what a tough blow. And he had a great end to last season. He was really looking like he was coming into his, his own with all that ice time he was getting, but bad start there. But there are a few young prospects. Yeah, uh, well... I was actually going to talk about Tyler Bertuzzi and how he is refusing to be vaccinated and may not be able to play some of their games, which is another big blow to oh. the team. Um, but yeah, there are some uh, some bright spots as well. Uh, Moritz Sider is going to make his long-awaited NHL debut. He had a great season in the Swedish Elite League, and uh, he could be a dark horse for the Calder as well. Yeah, um, you know, Philip Zedina, we've been waiting for him to arrive, and he'll have a lot of chances this year. Maybe this could be a year for him to break out or at least take a step forward. Yeah, he better take a step forward, otherwise he might be on his way to Bustville. They still have Dylan Larkin, of course, but uh, he's going to have his hands full trying to generate all the offense that we'll be missing. Robbie Fabry did show a few flashes and is not that old, so maybe he'll step up. Yeah, but they're going to need some help, I think. Whoa, check out that in the ditch, man. What is that? Some ew, dead animal ew, carcass. That is Roadkill. If I didn't know any better, I'd think that's a coyote, but they aren't indigenous to this part of the world, so I don't know what the heck that is. Yeah, I mean, that would be fitting if, if it were a coyote. It's, it's I got coyotes be, on the brain. It's going to be a tough season this year in Arizona. They're not even trying, though. Like, come on. Like, they do not care about this season at all. Look at the goaltenders they brought in. Carter Hutton. Really? Like, this is your this is your solution in net? You, you get rid of Aiden Hill, you get rid of Anti-Ranta, Kemper. Kemper's Kemper gone, and then you bring in this guy. Like, you, you don't care about this year. You're just playing for the first overall pick. And who is their backup? Joseph Coroner or something? Like, the guy played a bit for San Jose. I he had a cup of coffee on a horrible hockey team and looked maybe NHL caliber, maybe yeah. not. Yeah. yeah. They don't want to win. They no, do not want to win. I mean, win. you got to love their depth at center, though. I mean, they have Nick Schmaltz. They have yeah. uh, Barrett Heaton and uh, Johan Larson. Is your one, two, three? So that's, Oof, pretty, that's rough. Pretty hurting. That is rough. They still have Phil Kessel. Yes. Um, they still have Clayton Keller. Uh, probably their best guy is their their D man, Jacob Chikrin. Yeah. Yeah. No, he is a stud. He is an absolute stud. He is one of the few players that I would want from this uh, roster. But one man alone cannot do it. Yeah. He'll probably lead the team in scoring. That's my guess. Yeah. The only thing good probably in Arizona this year is they brought back the old jerseys. Yeah, the acid. Oh, the acid coyote yeah, yeah. jerseys. Those are those wonderful. Are, those are cool. But um, this is a franchise that doesn't even know where they're going to be playing. Oh, you might have to season. drop some acid to enjoy this team. Yeah. <laughs> so it's going to be a long year. Uh, well, who's down in the ditch with them? You think though? Well, it's the Sabers. The Sabers be. are rushing towards the bottom. It's going to be a hilarious battle all season long between these two sad sack franchises. I'm kind of looking forward to it. Yeah, I mean, talking about goaltending, I mean, Buffalo is not that much better. I mean, they're running with uh, Craig Anderson and Aaron Dell. I, I would give it, you know, maybe a slight, slight, slight edge over Arizona, but it's still pretty poor. Yeah. We've got the Jack Eichel saga that may never end. Oh, I feel so sorry for this team. And then, you know, Reinhardt's gone. They do have some good prospects coming up. I mean, Dylan Cousins is going to get a lot of ice time. That'll be good for him. Uh, Rasmus Dahlin showed out pretty well in the last half of the season, so hopefully he can continue progressing. Yeah. Casey um, Middlestat, he's also a player they're hoping to have a lot more out of this year, but it's just not going to be enough. 
Not in that division. No. They're in an absolute snake pit of a division, so they're going to get stomped, I think. Yeah, yeah. I think both of these teams in the, in the ditch there, uh, they could have historically bad seasons, both of them. Yeah, these could be, like, expansion-caliber bad seasons. Well, I mean, how about the Columbus Blue Jackets? I wouldn't put them in the ditch necessarily, but I don't think uh, they're not roaring down the road, that's for sure. No, they're probably doing what we're doing right now, just kind of walking along the shoulder of the highway, hoping for some luck. It's going to be a different uh, feel around that team without torts behind the bench. Yeah, I do like the goaltending combination. Uh, Merzlikens and Corpusalo is a pretty nice one-two punch. Uh, they still have Patrick Laine, who, if he's interested in playing hockey and in shape, is an elite goal scorer. He's got to show it this year. Yes, I mean, this is a huge year for him. He's going to have ever, every opportunity he's ever wanted. I guess the question is, is there anyone to dish him the puck? Uh, well, I mean, it's a shame that Cam Atkinson is now gone, but I think Voracek is probably a better puck distributor. I would agree with that. Yeah, he'll sure. help their power play for sure. Yeah. Um, and it's going to be strange not seeing Seth Jones there, uh, but they have a good young kid. Yeah, I do like that they brought in uh, Adam Boquist in that trade. I think that he could be a great uh quarterback on their power play maybe as soon as this season maybe not but uh he's got a lot of potential yeah and i mean also acquired from winnipeg in that trade was jack roslovic um they're going to be leaning pretty heavily on him so again another guy who's going to get more minutes than he's gotten before so maybe he can take advantage of that yeah i'm curious to see if uh, gusev nyquist can uh, find his game he was in- injured uh most of last season all of last season so nyquist back maybe bjorkstrand as well you got to think that maybe Max Domi can give you a little bit more as well, but he's starting the year on the shelf, so who knows with him. Yeah, it's going to be tough in Columbus this year. Well, I think that there's one more team in this category, but I think there's a little bit more hope in the nation's capital, the nation of Canada, I'm speaking of, of course, and the Ottawa Senators. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've amassed quite a nice collection of young talent, and I could see them being a thorn in the side of a lot of teams. Yeah, you look at that team, especially with uh, Stutzel. I can't wait to see what he's going to do in his sophomore season. Yeah, he had a really nice rookie campaign. Uh, I also liked what Josh Norris did last season as well. He showed a lot. If he can take another step forward, that's a nice uh, one-two punch. Yeah, and even Drake uh, Batherson played really well last year, I thought. The biggest piece of the puzzle is still missing, though, right, Jeff? Future captain, Brady Kachuk, still without a contract. Oh, yes. They have to get him signed. Hopefully, by the time people are listening to this, he's already been signed. But as we record, he's unsigned. Yeah. Yeah. The goaltending like is dad. a bit of a... Yeah. Now, those Kachuks, they play hardball. Uh, but yeah, the goaltending as well, sure. I mean, will Matt Murray bounce back? Or is he just a guy who was on a great team for a few years and will never refine his game? Yeah. And unfortunately, if he you know doesn't bounce back, they only have Anton Forsberg to back him up. So, you know, that could really be yeah. their weak spot. And Gustafson, maybe. Maybe Gustafson, mm. yeah. But they should be a fun team to watch. I think, I think they will be they fun. They compete hard. DJ Smith, their coach, has yep. got them playing the right way. Oh, boys, you see that down the road here? I see some lights. Oh, man, that's, oh, a, that's bus. a bus. That's, that's oh, a it bus. is a bus. Let's say we could flag this down, I bet. I oh, bet this we is can get fun. Yeah, 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 yeah. Come on. I'm going to lay on the road if I have to. Hey, stop, stop, stop. He's stopping. Oh, he's stopping. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, boys. Should we get on? Hustle, hustle. Get on. Everybody, let's go. Let's go. This is more like it. This bus isn't so bad. 
Yeah, we've definitely uh, moved up a little bit in the world here, and uh, I think we should maybe move up a tier in our uh, countdown. Oh, Whoa, geez. that was a fast okay. stop. I think somebody's just uh, getting on the bus here. Oh, another we guy just made it. it. Yeah, just made it. Uh, you know, we're talking another tier. Uh, are we going to let L.A. on the bus? I think they probably just made it as well. Yeah, I think I would put L.A. on the bus. The L.A. Kings, there's a bit of optimism there, yeah? I think so. They've still got some really good veterans. Anze Kopitar showed that he still has a lot of gas left in his bus last year. And Drew Doughty's kept the, the motor running. For sure. They still got Dustin Brown. He's got a little bit left, maybe. It was very unfortunate that uh, Quentin Byfield went down with injury, so they're going to be missing him. Yeah, they've got a great crop of young players, and he was one of them. It's not a shame that he hurt his ankle. Yeah, uh, and I did like the under-the-radar acquisition of Victor Arvidsson. I think he can add some scoring punch to a team that really struggled to score goals last season. That's right, and they picked up uh, Deno. Yeah, yeah, Philip Deno, uh, as if they didn't already have a great uh, defensive centerman. Uh, this really just adds to their f- uh, forward defensive Yeah, game. he won't score much, but he's great defensively. No, I mean, we saw it in the Montreal Canadiens playoff run last season. He's an elite shutdown centerman in this league. And it looks like, uh, you know, between the pipes, Cal Peterson has probably taken the reins from Jonathan Quick there. What do we think about Peterson? I mean, if you look at his numbers, they've been solid. He's consistently above 900 save percentage, and he's been on some pretty bad L.A. teams. So I think uh, this contract that he was just awarded is a sign that the torch has indeed been passed. Jonathan Quick is still there as a safety net, but uh, I don't think he's going to be the guy who's leading the way most nights. Yeah, so I I think, you know, some room for optimism for sure if you're a Los Angeles Kings fan. Well, another team that maybe just barely made the bus would be the New Jersey Devils. I mean, they had a pretty big offseason. They made some nice changes. Guys, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, they added the best free agent available. Dougie Hamilton is, you know, he's a first-pairing defenseman. Yeah, I mean, I think that they're going to get what they were hoping to get from P.K. Subban, and that's a defenseman that can really drive offense some of these young players that probably could use a little offensive kick. Yeah, and it's all about the young players, Heeshear and Hughes. What do you guys expect out of the two youngsters? Well, Heeshear had a rough year last season with the injury, um, but I think this could be the year where he breaks out. He's looked pretty good in the preseason, and he's healthy. And a lot of guys break out around this age, so I expect him to take a big step forward this season. Yeah, I'm expecting Hughes to take a big leap. We'll see. Yeah, he's filled out a little bit. You know, he was skin and bones for his first couple seasons in the league, so uh, he's apparently put on some weight, and, I mean, the edge work is elite, and the shot apparently has a little more zip on it this offseason as well. So, How about their other wingers, John? Well, I mean, they also acquired Thomas Tatar. Um, so he's a guy who can fill the net and he might be a nice addition there. Probably going to play on the top line with uh, Heischer. I like the young kid from uh, Belarus, Sharon oh. Govich. Sure, yeah. He had a nice end to last year, or the last 15, 20 games. He was uh, hot in some goals, looking like a player maybe. But what about P.K. Subban? I know we mentioned him before. <laughs> yeah, come on, eh? P.K. Subban, resurgence. Notice trophy. Know. This is the last year of his Last deal? year of the big contract. Um so, you know, he's going to be motivated, right? He's playing for another contract, and I just hope he's healthy. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm sure they would love to get more than they've got out of him since they acquired him. And uh, if he can contribute, I mean, they'd take whatever they could get. And in net, they've got Blackwood, and they brought in uh, the veteran Bernier. Yeah, well, they might need Bernier because Mackenzie Blackwood has yet to get his first vaccination, and uh, it sounds like he, he was actually in the room, sitting in the chair, and he walked away. Didn't want it. He didn't want it. He changed his mind at the last second. They're still trying to, you know, talk him off the ledge from, you know, Crazyville. But uh, 
I don't know. He might be one of these guys that just lost to the conspiracy theories. And it's too bad because he's, he's a promising prospect. Yeah, that could hurt the devil's chances. Well, who's next? Well, maybe we should bring it back to uh, Canada to talk about some Canadian teams, beginning with the Calgary Flames. This will be Sutter's first year behind the bench in his uh, second go-around. Um, do you think the Flames can do it? I think they belong here on the bus with us. They have, obviously, the talent they've had for a long time. They've got your Johnny Goudreau. They've got your Sean Monaghan. They've got your Matthew Kachuk. Pretty solid. Uh, Elias Lindholm as well. So what do we think about some of their additions in the offseason? Yeah, they look a little bit more with like a Sutter team. They added uh, Zadorov back on the blue line. He's a punishing hitter. And uh, Blake Coleman, a gritty player. Yeah, huge overpayment for a guy who looked great on a Stanley Cup winning team. But uh, they're not going to like that contract in a few years from now, I think. Yeah, it all comes down to Johnny uh, Ham and Cheese. Can that guy regain his scoring touch? Honestly, I think it's more likely that they have a really bad start to the year and uh, one of these big players has moved because I think this core is rotten and it's time for the Flames to make a big splash in the trade market. Yeah, I mean, I just wonder if a guy like Sutter, if his style of hockey is maybe not so in vogue anymore, especially with a roster like this. They do have some, some grit. But, I mean, your real talent lies with Monaghan and Goudreau, and I don't think he's going to get these guys scoring at the rate they need to. A lot of holes in that blue line as well. Yeah, their blue line does not have a lot of depth. Uh, Rasmus Anderson, maybe he can step in, but losing Mark Giordano, I mean, even the leadership. Yeah, for sure. And, I mean, Noah Hannafin, is he really a number one defenseman? I don't know. He's no. not, he hasn't he's, shown that. He's a second pairing at best guy so far from what I've seen. Yeah. They need a big bounce-back season from Mark Sherman-Nett. Yeah, and... Uh, the backup goaltending situation, less than ideal. Markstrom's going to have to play another heavy workload, I think. And staying in Canada, what about the Vancouver Canucks? Now, last year was just an absolute write-off for this team, uh, getting COVID. They were playing during playoffs, but it wasn't playoff games. And yeah, that was um, just bizarre, wasn't <laughs> yeah, it? Was and strange. they had a crazy, busy offseason. Wow. Benning was working the phones, made a bunch of deals, released a bunch of players, bought out contracts. Are they a better team, though? I think they will be better just based on their young players progressing. I think that Elias Pettersson, hopefully he's healthy for the full season. And, I mean, he could score 80, 90 points this year. Yes, locking up him and uh, Hughes. So glad they got that done before the season starts here. Yeah, I mean, they made so many moves. You look at the roster, are they better? I mean, I I like the addition of Connor Garland. He's an offensive guy who can really play the wing and, and... you know, he's shown that he can uh, he can score. And he'll probably play up there with, with Pedersen on the top line. Good addition. But, the you know, the main piece in that trade was Oliver ekman Larson, And obviously their decor did need some help. Uh, but what does he have left at this point in his career? Can he get back to being a top-pairing caliber defenseman? That's the million-dollar question. Yeah. That's the $8 million question. Yeah, is. No <laughs> I mean, you could argue that uh, he's been playing for a poor team for so long in Arizona. This might be a chance for him to excel offensively a little more than he's had a chance to. Sure, and probably uh, more motivated to get out there and uh, give it his all on a team that actually has a chance to make a playoff run. They need a healthy season from Brock Besser. Yeah, and he's dinged up again in the preseason. Not a great early sign. He's, you know, ever since that really bad back injury that he had in his first year, he's just kind of been struggling with the injury problems. Yeah, I mean, for a guy with such scoring talent, it would be nice to see him really reach his full potential one of these years. And what about Demko and Nett? I like him in there. Yeah, no, he played well last year on what was a pretty bad team. Uh, Braden Holtby has moved on, so I think it's his net uh, for most of the year here, and they're going to need him to play to his absolute peak to be competitive. They bring in Halak as his backup? Yeah, I mean, if Halak didn't have a great year last year, but he's played well as a backup uh, in Boston, so if they could get that Halak, 
playing this year, I think they're they're pretty set in the crease. Staying in Canada, how about uh, the Montreal Canadiens? Mark, your team went on quite a run all the way to the Stanley Cup Finals, but uh, what do you think the prospects are heading into this season? I am not overly optimistic about this team. Shea Weber being lost maybe for the rest of his career is a massive blow to the team. And I think the decor just is not going to be the same without him. Joel Edmondson also injured. They keep saying that he's getting closer. And then out of the blue the other day, they say that it's going to be at least a few more weeks. And he hasn't really improved. So the decor is looking really shaky. And uh, big offseason news with uh, Kakanyemi being signed from Carolina. Your thoughts on that? I was sad to see him go, but for $6.1 million, a guy that doesn't want to be there anymore, I think they just mismanaged him, and uh, it was time to move on, unfortunately. Dvorak was a pretty good replacement. I think in the short term, they don't lose a lot there. They might even gain a little bit, but long term, they might really regret it. John, what do you think of their forwards? Well, I mean, they added Mike Hoffman. So, I mean, he's a guy who can put the puck in the net, and uh, along with Cole Caulfield, Yes. Um, they might actually have some scoring punch up yeah, there on the saying, wing. Predicting him for Rookie of the Year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, there, and, you know, there's no doubt that that's possible. I mean, they did lose Deneau, uh, Philip Deneau to L.A., as we just mentioned. But uh, bringing in Dvorak now, maybe he fills that spot and adds a little more offensive punch than Deneau offered. They're going to need a lot from Nick Suzuki. He is now their unquestioned number one centerman. He was great in the playoffs last season, but uh, he's still a little bit shaky in the faceoff dots. So that's going to maybe be a problem. They won't be able to hide him. He's going to be taking a lot of big draws. What do you think, Mark, about uh, Tyler Toffoli? Can he have another fantastic year? I don't think so. I think last year was a career year for Tyler Toffoli. I think he's a good hockey player. I think he can get you 20 to 25 goals, but we're not going to see him scoring at the pace he was on last season. What about uh, Brendan Gallagher? Well, I mean, he's pretty steady back there. He might not have as big a role this year, but um, I'm, I'm, I think you can count on him to get, you know, 20 goals. Or, yeah, I love watching that guy yeah. play. Uh, I think they would like to see some more uh, time given to Alex Romanov on the back end. He's a young defenseman. Oh, kind he's of an a exciting punishing guy. hitter, that guy. Yeah, he's a spark plug. He's a ball of energy, for sure. Uh, he just has to work on his positioning and his reads. Um, but I think all the tools are there for him to be a solid top four NHL defender for years to come. But the big news out of Montreal concerns Carey Price. Yeah, he has uh, voluntarily entered the NHL, NHLPA uh, rehabilitation program. Um, Not a lot of details are out there, nor should they be. This is a personal matter. Um, This is a big blow to the team. But uh, most importantly, I just hope Carey Price can get uh, back to being happy and healthy. And uh, maybe we'll see him again this year. Maybe not, though. Yeah, I mean, it's unfortunate to see so many players battling uh, these kinds of issues. And, uh, you know, it's a big deal for the NHL, and I hope he's okay, and I hope we don't see too many more players who have to go through these kinds of things. Yeah, Montreal, it's got to be a tough place to play. Yeah, I hope with what happened with Drouet and now Price, that maybe the fans wise up a bit and just, you know, chill out a bit, taking some words from Carey Price from many preseasons years ago. Yeah, they, I mean, they are human beings. They make a lot of money, but they're people just like we are. And, uh, you know, they deserve to be given a break from time to time. Well, another big-name goalie uh, was in the news in the offseason, which was Mark andre Fleury, the ra- reigning Vesna champion, ends up getting traded to the Chicago Blackhawks, and he's going to report. Uh, what are the prospects for the Blackhawks this season? Uh, you know... Uh, a slightly more exciting team than I think we thought they would have been at this time last year. Um, Kirby Dock is supposed to be healthy. Jonathan Tave is supposed to be returning. Yeah, Taves is That's back. Great. That's great. Taves back. back. Awesome. Yeah. So bringing the band back together, right? And him and Kane. Um, I don't know. What do we think about some of these other players? They've they got some Dabrinkin. absolute killers Dabrinkin. on the wing. 
Yeah. Dabrinkit's good. Kuba League, too. That's another pure score. No, I like, wingers. I like their wingers a lot. Yeah, and I mean, Dylan Strong down the middle. Kirby Doc. Jonathan Taves. That's not a bad one, two, three down the middle. Could be a lot worse. Wow, did they ever pay a lot to get Seth Jones? Yes. But if you look at their decor, they needed him because he's, you know, if There's you look at it. It's a pretty big drop off. It's a massive drop off. Yeah. Uh, Jake McCabe was a pretty good under-the-radar acquisition. But really, it's going to come down to Seth Jones probably playing 25, 26 minutes a night, having to quarterback that power play. And uh, if he doesn't deliver, then they're in big trouble. Yeah, he does not have a lot of help back there. So, I mean, between them scoring a lot of goals and uh, Flurry making a lot of saves, we'll see if that can get them through. Yeah, see if they can sneak into the playoffs. Yeah. What about the Nashville Predators? I always have a really hard time, you know, getting a read on this team. They made the playoffs last year. Uh, I thought that was miraculous. That was a crazy run they went on. It was. Um, This is a team that's surprised us before, but I'm kind of down on this team this year. If you look at their team on paper, there's some talent there. Matt Duchesne, Ryan Johansson. All these guys have not lived up to their billing. they're way overpaid. They are overpaid, but they're not that old. No. They still have some good hockey in them if they're motivated and healthy. And same thing with Philip Forsberg. Yeah, I mean, I, I think they're hoping for Eli Tolvanen to, to finally emerge as the, the young stud that they think he might be. I just worry that this Nashville team seems to smother its offensive talents. Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, maybe he can emerge and, and get more points than any of these other guys. What but do you think of their D, John? This is a team that we've always raved about, their defense. But then this year, they're just, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, Yossi is excellent. Ekholm is very underrated, yes. but no Ryan Ellis anymore. Um, so, you know, I, th- I think it's still good. Dante Fabro will take a step forward. Yeah, I think they're hoping that. It's good, but I don't think it's as good as it's been in the past. No. And what about a net mark? There's a real changing of the guard as Pekka Rene retired in the offseason. Um, and they're rolling with Saros. Well, I mean, the reason they made the playoffs last year was because UC Saros caught absolute fire. His numbers down the stretch were... Godly. They were just amazing. So if he can pick up where he left off, then they should be okay in the crease. I should hope so, because they don't really have much of a backup this year, do they, John? Well, they have David Riddick. Ugh. I mean, he's played okay for stretches in the Dave. past. No, big save, not Dave. a lot of big saves from Dave. I don't know. That, yeah. that name stinks. I, I mean, they're like going to be name, leaning nickname. pretty hard on UC Saros, yeah. right? And if he doesn't play as well as he did last year, I don't know. This team he's might be on the outside looking load. in. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if this team tanks and they start selling off players, including Forsberg, but we'll see. Here's another team that's really hard to gauge, the Philadelphia Flyers. I, I feel like this team could be anywhere from a bottom-of-their-division team to maybe a contender for winning the division. Like, I really think that this team is hard to gauge right now. Well, they're usually one year off, one year on, and this is supposed to be the year they're on. They're due. You're right. It's John, they had a really here. busy offseason. They sort of redid their blue line, didn't they? They, I mean, their blue line is now stacked. I mean, they now have Ryan Ellis, they have Ristolainen, and Keith Yandel. All additions, all solid defensemen. I mean, Yandel... The Iron Man? So, yeah, I mean, some big additions. Also adding Cam Atkinson, so that's a big addition. Um, I agree. I mean, I think this team, on paper, they could be a really, really good team. And, you know, for the last couple years, I've thought they've been good, and I thought they've underperformed. They still have a solid crop of forwards. Uh, Giroux, I think, probably still has a little bit in him left. Uh, Couturier is still solid. The two guys for me that I'm looking for more from, Thomas Konechny, who before last season was looked like, you know, he was really trending up. And then the other guy is Oscar Lindblom. He obviously mm-hmm. he went through a really tough bout with cancer, but it sounds like he's healthy and he's looking like his old self. And if he can provide depth scoring, that will be huge for the Flyers. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing what uh, Farabee can do. For uh, sure. Bit of a shame that um, Kevin Hayes 
is uh, going to miss some time. Yeah, shouldn't miss too much time, but yeah, he's a big key down the middle. Center depth is so important in this league. But the big thing for Philadelphia, as we've been saying for years, in net, uh, Carter Hart just imploded last season. Yeah, absolutely. Small sample size, guys. Let's not freak out. He's young. He's got the pedigree. And he's looked pretty sharp in the preseason so far. So I think that you're right. He's the key. I think he'd be the key to their success, though. He could be. It's got to be the beating heart. Yeah, I mean, if he's not, uh, behind him they have Martin Jones. So I think that they're really banking on him coming through and being that number one that they've been missing for so long. Well, we have an exciting team. This was a team last year we said was going to be all excitement, and they, they weren't until they were. So how about this season? How about the New York Rangers? What do we think? I'm actually a little surprised that they're on the bus. Uh, I think they're going to be uh, better than this. But um, with Panarin, he's so exciting. Mm. He's so fun to watch. They're going to have and Zabinajad. Uh, they're going to be a lot of fun to watch. That's not even talking about some of their great young players that are probably going to take a step forward. Capo Caco, Alexi Lafreniere. I mean, these these guys are, this is a number one and a number two overall draft pick that should be, you know, maybe not hitting their full potential, but definitely making a big step up this year. Let's not forget reigning Norris Trophy winner Adam Fox on the back end. Yeah, what a year he had last year. And in net? I um, love their duo. Yeah, no, two young goalies. Uh, Shostorkin looks like he could someday become a Vesna caliber goaltender. And Georgiev, as much as people have talked about him being traded and being traded and being traded, he's still there. And he's a nice option to have if uh, Shostorkin gets cold or, you know, pulls a groin or something. And they had quite the offseason. The whole uh, Tom Wilson ended up getting a coach and general manager fired. Uh, I like their bringing in um, Gerard Gallant. But what do you think of the uh, changes, John, to get tougher in the offseason? Well, I mean, grabbing Ryan Reeves, he's a guy who has told teams that they have a Tom Wilson problem and he's the solution. So, I mean, here he is. This is his chance to be that solution. But they also added uh, Barkley Goudreau as well. Over and Sammy Blay, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they really wanted to get bigger, and they definitely are. Yeah, they're going to be a lot harder to play against this year, too. Yeah, no, it's nice to see because, you know, as a team with a lot of skill, but uh, some sandpaper will be needed to protect those young guys. Yeah, and Buchnevich is no longer there. Sad times. Sad, sad times. They do have Greg McKaig, though, so that's always good. Great name. (laughs) Great name. All right, boys. Looks like we are here. What do you mean? This is the 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 train station? This is the train station. What the hell? Yeah, well, I mean, we, we should go to the train first, no? I thought we were going to the airport. We're flying. This is a tiny island. How long does it take to get to the airport? We're like, getting the train to on, the airport? Man. Well, hey, guys, we're just lucky to get a ride, okay? Well, all right, all right, all right. So I guess uh, we'll see you guys on the train. Everybody off the bus. Take the last train of Pottsville and I'll meet you at the station. You can be here by 4.30 hey what do you think of this train here mark it's not too bad right pretty comfy seats and you know the food's not bad yeah i always like trains in taiwan they run on time generally oh no no very reliable and affordable as well i really can't complain are we going to get this going here? Where's John? Uh, I don't know. He ducked out. He had a bit of a pained look on his face, so I suspect he might have gone to the bathroom. Oh, there he is. Whew. Whoa, John, I think you killed him. 
bathroom, dude. Oh, whoa. It's close quarters in there, boys. Whoa. Okay. My train experience just took a nosedive. <laughs> Jeez, Jeez, buddy. Your nose Too bad you can't open the windows, eh? Oh, man. All right, guys. Uh, let's put that ugliness behind us and get back to the preview here. Woo, uh, feeling great. So though. we are on the train. So uh, let's talk about some teams that are, you know, in a better better spot than these bus teams we went through. So, you know, these are teams that are probably going to make the playoffs and maybe make a run. Well, how about the uh, the Edmonton Oilers? They made, you know, they made some moves in the offseason. They uh, went out. They got Zach Hyman, who should be a nice addition to their top six. A little bit of sandpaper and grit up front with those, uh, you know, ultra-talented guys, Dreisaitl and McDavid. And uh, what about Duncan Keith? That was another one of their off-season moves. I mean, it was a little bit of a head-scratcher for me, um, but I guess maybe having, a, you know, veteran presence back there to kind of solidify and make sure people don't run around doing crazy stuff. He's still um, got some game. I just I wonder about the contract and if those dollars could have been better spent. For sure, for sure. Um, so, I mean, again, the defense is always a bit of a worry for Edmonton. Uh, as is the goaltending, bringing back Mike Smith and rolling with Koskinen as the backup once again. I yeah. can't believe they stuck with the same goaltending duo. I'm shocked. Now, Smith was pretty good last year, though. Yeah, but the guy is, what, 40, 41? And they gave him a two-year deal. And yeah. this is a full 82-game season. Like, if he does not perform and they have to rely on Miko Koskinen, they're in huge trouble. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, but, I mean... Things are looking great on the forward front. I mean, they also added uh, Warren Fogle. Yes, I do like his grit. Yeah. I like him. I'm a little sad they moved on from Ethan Bear, though. I felt like that was maybe not the best dude. Yeah, I liked him. Uh, Tyson Barry was such a great addition last season. Um, number one power play in the NHL. I would expect that would continue when you mm-hmm. throw him, them out there with uh, the Nuge. Sure, but how much of those numbers are just him riding off the coattails of those forwards? And how much of it is him the player being dominant out there i don't know i feel like he got a contract that maybe he didn't deserve edmonton we talk a lot about their depth do they have it forward depth you know i mean they're hoping for uh, jesse pooley to really emerge cool as the party. guy he never sure. has maybe this is the year for him mm-hmm. mr yamamoto as well hopefully some secondary scoring coming from there uh one guy that won't be helping out josh archibald yeah done dunsky yeah, that's a shame. Yeah, he's had some heart problems uh, due well, to COVID. He didn't get vaccinated, and uh, he got the COVID. Yeah. So sucks, but, I mean, hey, he made a bad choice, yeah. and now you got to live with it. His I career mean, could be over. On the back end, they're hoping for Evan Bouchard to uh, contribute a little bit more and take a step forward as a young defenseman. So if that happened, I'm sure they would be happy to welcome him into the fold. Sure, first-round pick. He is a guy that could also be a force offensively for them. And, John, what about your Winnipeg Jets? They upgraded their blue line in the offseason. Yep, which is something we've been saying they needed to do for a long time. Uh, they added Nate Schmidt, and they added Brendan Dillon. And, uh, you know, I think that could mean a, a much easier season for Connor Hellebuck, uh, which is exactly what he needs and the team needs. So defensively, I think they're a lot more sound than they've been uh, for the last two or three years. And they might need it because uh, they lost Brassois, who is now in Las Vegas. What do you think of uh, Comrie and Nett? Yeah, I'm not sure that he's an NHL-caliber goalie. But you got to save money somewhere if you're going to spend money on defensemen. And they've still got, you know, the strength of the team is still up front, though. Yeah, I love uh, Ehlers and KFC, yeah, Shifley. Sure. 
Yeah. Who's going to miss uh, the first game? First game. <laughs> yeah. Still missing the first game. What about Wheeler? What do you think his role is going to be on the team? Uh, I think he'll have a slightly reduced role, but he'll still be an important player. I mean, he's still the captain, um, and he's still probably going to get you, I don't know, 70 points, I'm going to say. Probably the days of 90 points are over for him, but he is still the heart and soul of that team, and so he's going to play an important but reduced role, I'd say. I think the key guy is Dubois. Yes. They need him to step up and be a solid second-line centerman. He's going to have some good wingers to play with. Uh, Last year, we can say, was a write-off. You know, it's tough being bounced around, trade rumors, shortened season. Quarantine. Quarantine. But I think this year, this has got to be the year that he steps up and gives Winnipeg a secondary scoring threat. Uh, he seems to be in great shape, and he's saying all the right things. So this is really a big chance for him to contribute something big to the team. Next up, we have the Washington Capitals. Uh, I guess they're on the train. Probably a good spot for them, maybe a little higher. I mean, this is a team that consistently makes the playoffs, but they do have an aging core. Yeah, they're not used to being on the train. This is a bit of a step down for them, but uh, yeah, the core is aging. Nick Backstrom, not healthy. He will not start the season. And the goaltending is a bit of a question mark as well. Who's going to emerge as the number one, or will it just be a platoon? I would imagine they might platoon Samsonov and Vanacek. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure they would like to see Samsonov really emerge as that number one. They were hoping that happened last year. Didn't really pan out that way. Um, how about um, their forward core of Genny Kuznetsov? If Backstrom's out, is he going to be able to fill that role? He had a rough go last year. He sure did. He was on the COVID list twice. There was lots of rumors that he might be dealt in the offseason. They ended up keeping him. He's got to show something. Yeah, speaking of guys that need to show something, I think they need a lot of Anthony Mantha. They paid a pretty penny to get him last year at the deadline, and uh, he did play well right after they acquired him. But uh, in the playoffs, didn't show that much. And uh, he's one of those guys, he's just such an enigma, so much talent, but sometimes he just looks disinterested out there. The big story in Washington will be Alexander Ovechkin's chase of Wayne Gretzky's goal record. Uh, he's probably going to need at least four or five really solid seasons to get there. Uh, how many do you think he could pot this year? Uh, I'm going to say he can get 40. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, half a goal per game, 41 goals, assuming he stays healthy, which, you know, he's been a pretty healthy guy for most of his career. So, Does anybody think he can get 50, though? I don't know. Yeah, I don't Never know. write off a player of his caliber. It's up. true. It wouldn't shock, I don't think, anybody. Um, but if he did, I mean, he's that much closer to the record. He's still got one of the best power play quarterbacks in the league, Mr. John Carlson, dishing him great passes. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, how about a team from last year's playoffs that actually played pretty well? I think surprisingly, um, mainly on the strength of one rookie, Kirill Kaprizov. Kaprizov. Um, Minnesota Wild. So glad they got him signed. Yes. They gave him a lot of money. Well, you know, it's not easy for them to attract stars, and they've got one in the making here, so uh, they did overpay, but I think they're going to not regret this deal. He is the real deal. Great player. Lots of excitement going on in there in Minnesota. Uh, they also have a couple of um, promising youngsters in uh, Boldy and Rossi. Yeah, Marco Rossi. I mean, this is a guy everyone was really excited about him last season. He got COVID and just never got out there, but... Um, he was a highly touted pick, you know, top 10 guy, and they really need another centerman. They do have Erickson Eck, who's a solid two-way guy, but Rossi's got the offensive ceiling that could really be a nice complement to some of the wingers they have. Yeah, I mean, for sure. I, I think they do lack depth at center. Uh, great scoring, but how about their D? I mean, 
you know, they still have Dumba, they still have Spurgeon, they still have Golgowski, they still have Brodeen. It's pretty good top four, but it's not a great top four. I think we could agree about that. Yeah, right? bringing in Golagoski to replace Suter. Uh, not having Suter and Parise, a bit of a different feel for the Wild this year. For yeah, sure, big that was change. so weird. They saved all of that money, and they're like, let's just blow it all on Golagoski. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, other than that, though, and what about in net? Um, they're going to be rolling with um, Talbot. Talbot. Kakinen. Kakinen again. I like that one-two that, that, combo. Yeah, that duo was pretty good last yeah, season. I think they'll them. be good again this year. Yeah, I agree. I think it's pretty solid. Well, staying in the Central, how about the St. Louis Blues? Here's another team. I think they belong on the train, but uh, how far down the track are they going to go, Jeff? I think that the Blues should be challenging for a playoff spot. Uh, I look at that team, though, and wonder about Tarasenko and what the future holds for Tarasenko. Well, they tried uh, to trade him in the offseason. Mm-hmm. No takers. So uh, he's a good pro. He reported, I think, both sides, you know, the management and the player saying the right things. So... Be nice to see him have a back, bounce back season. Losing Hoffman, I know he was only there for a season. He played pretty well though. But they bring in Buchnevich. Yeah, I mean, can, does that replace that scoring more or less? I, would I think say. so. A yeah. younger, better version of yeah. him, maybe. Uh, they still have David Perron, uh, who was great been, year. Yeah, best year of his career. Point yeah, he's of game, crazy, unbelievable. Uh, Shannon O'Reilly. Shannon O'Reilly, great one-two punch. Both guys can play both ends of the ice, so that's huge for your top two centermen. Um, Mark, what do you think about uh, Bennington and Nett? I know you have some strong opinions on him. You know, I've never but been a big Jordan Bennington guy. He was okay. He had a shaky start, but he did get his game together in the second half of the season. I just, I don't know. I, I don't think he'll ever reach the peaks that he hit when they went on that Stanley Cup run. And the backup goaltending situation, is it still Ville Huso in that? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's not confidence inspiring. So I think that's a weak point for the team. Yeah, I mean, how about on the back end? I mean, you know, Colton Pareko. I think they might be expecting a little bit more out of him. He's now reached his 400th game in the NHL. He's a solid two-way defenseman. I really like him. So it's him and Krug back there, and and Justin Falk as well. So it's not a bad top three defenseman. I'd say above average, but not something that you can you know hang your hat on. Yeah, it would be great if they could get a little more out of youngster Jordan Cairo this year. He showed some flashes last year. I think they can expect him to maybe threaten 50 points this year. In the Matchbox 20 singer, uh, Rob Thomas. Rob Thomas, that's right. <laughs> Same guy, right? And uh, Barbashev, right? Doesn't he make uh, shaving cream or something? <laughs> <He can't mind. laughs> there is one strange team on the train. It's a very new team, the Seattle Kraken. Yeah, they just skip the skip the hitchhiking, skip the bus, and they're they're already. On yeah, the I don't know what to make of this team. I don't know. I wouldn't because they're in the Pacific. I could see them being in the middle of that division. I obviously wouldn't be surprised if they were at the bottom either, though. But uh, new team, lots of excitement in Seattle. Um, what do you think of their chances? I actually really like their defensemen. Yes, I think that they they wanted to build from the backup. So, you know, they grabbed Giordano, they got Larson, Dunn, Oleksiak. That's pretty solid for an expansion team. Mm-hmm. I, and they're, they're big. They're going to be tough to play against, I think. No, I agree. I think that they will be able to protect their net, and uh, that net will be protected by one Philip Grubauer, who had a great season last year in Colorado. Was it just the team in front of him, or is he actually a, you know, top-end goalie? He's solid. And uh, I like Drieger as their, their backup. Sure. It's a good tandem. No, there's a very good tandem. And the forwards, again, no star power, obviously, but uh, they've got some pretty good NHL talent up front. Who do you think is going to lead their uh, team in points this year, John? Who are some of the contenders? Well, I mean, most people would say smart money would be on a guy like Jordan Eberle or a guy like Jaden Schwartz. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to go uh, with my buddy, uh, your buddy, 
from yes. Stratford, Ontario, Jared McCann. Oh, I love McCann. I That's know right. You do. Yeah. yeah, I love Jared McCann. Yeah, uh, sure, I could see that. I could see him having a big year. That'd be fun. He's definitely had some stretches in the league where you know he went on you know eight, seven, eight point game streaks and looked like he could be an offensive dynamo, but he's never really been able to sustain it. So uh, he's going to get every opportunity this year first power play minutes and probably playing you know 18 19 minutes a game i'll always look back fondly at his time with the toronto maple leafs oh yes what a magical (laughs) what a magical few days days. yes two days any names that jump out for you well for me it's yanny gord i think yanny gord is going to be like the swiss army knife for that team yeah no i think he's a very underrated player he's a big part of that tampa bay uh line with uh goudreau and Coleman, they've all moved on to different uh, places, and I think Gord might have been the best of the bunch of those three. So yeah, uh, a lot of people are excited about Morgan Geeky. Sure, yeah, maybe he'll be their um, their uh, Jonathan Marceau or uh, William Carlson. You know, Vegas had these guys that came out of nowhere and stepped up. So I can't wait to see who that guy is going to be on Seattle this season. Yeah, it's. I mean, this is an exciting team, and they've never played a game. So uh, we'll see uh, where they end up. I wouldn't be surprised if they end up, you know, in the stars, in the stratosphere. I also wouldn't be surprised if they end up there in the gutter. The depths of the sea where the Kraken live. That's true. Uh And what about the Dallas Stars? Uh, This is a team that's really hard to figure out. One year they're right in there, and next year they miss the playoffs. Uh, What are your your thoughts on the Stars this year, Mark? They have a million goaltenders. I, I still can't wrap my head around why they signed Braden Holtby when they already have Ben Bishop. Jake Ottinger, and Anton Hudobin. It's it's madness. doesn't make a lot of sense. No. Are one of those guys going to just skate as a defenseman this year? Or I just... Obviously, Bishop may or may not be ready for a full season. But uh, those are four NHL-caliber goalies. And, John, they have some uh, player returning from injury, which you're excited about. Well, absolutely. I mean, uh, Tyler Sagan, second overall pick. Uh, he is coming back from injury and uh you know he is going to uh, be trying to impress as many people as he can i think well sure he could be if he, if he comes back strong that could be the difference between the stars making the playoffs and then being out absolutely yeah. i don't think he'll ever move the way he used to but he's still got world-class hands and vision and he's going to be pretty well insulated i think there's a lot of other talent up front um you know some guys stepped up last year in the absence of those veterans a certain rupe hints comes to mind yeah he played hurt for a lot of last season, but still put up decent numbers. Point per game player. Yeah. Uh, Jason Robertson, what a rookie campaign he had. Yeah, people are very excited to see what he can do in a full season with, you know, the full roster intact. What's the limit for this guy? I guess maybe, we'll find out. Maybe 70 points? What about the grizzled veterans with uh, Joe Pavelski and uh, Jamie Benn? Don't forget Alex Radulov. Yeah, I mean, all three of those That's guys right. have, you know, a really nice resume. They're, none of them are mega old. I guess Pavelski's getting up there, but uh, he didn't look that old last year. He was one of their Probably best forwards. Probably looked forwards. the youngest out of the three of them. He did, yeah. he did. Uh, he was actually able to stay healthy, more than we can say for Mr. Radulov. Um, but yeah, there's there's a lot of talent on that I like team. the blue line, too. Mm, absolutely. I mean, Heiskanen is, is excellent. Klingberg, of course. Uh, Suter, adding Suter and Esselin Dell. It's a pretty solid top four. Another team that's a, a veteran team that should be in the playoffs. They've consistently been making the playoffs, but a lot of whispers that maybe this year they won't. Pittsburgh Penguins. Injuries. Malkin's going to miss a couple of months. Crosby's not ready to start the season. I mean, that's that's a big part of their team. They're not known for their depth, so I, I don't know. If they get off to a slow start, they might not be able to recover. Yeah, it's going to be a challenge, but you can't ever write these guys out. I mean, last year they just turned the Jets on. 
um, and, you know, finish top of their division. So, you know, it's going to be a challenge. There's going to be a lot riding on Jeff Carter to start the season. Yeah. He's going to be uh, top-line center duties. Yikes. Yeah. Yikes. So let's see what he's got left in the tank. They still have some good wingers, though. Oh, of course. I mean, Rusty is a, is a great, but Gensel is the guy who can really pot the puck. Yeah, no, Jake Gensel, let's see what he can do, though, without having an elite centerman feeding him the puck to start the season. Uh, I really like Kapanen, the speed of Kapanen. Sure, no, he's a solid, you know, third-line guy. You could probably bump up into your top six in a pinch. The back end, though, Chris Letang needs to stay healthy. Mm-hmm. And he did last year, I, did but last it was a year. shortened season. It was, but that was, that is a good sign. But other than him, they don't have a whole lot back there, do well, they? Still Brian Dumoulin, like John, John Marino. Marino. Yep, John Marino, and he's maybe he can take a step forward this year for them. Yeah, a little disappointing last year. I was expecting more from him, but he's still young, and he definitely has the talent to do it. So, A lot of questions in net. I mean, that that might be their undoing this year. Even if Sid and Malkin can come back, and even if they can get everything going, if they can't get the goaltending, it could be a tough slog for them. Tristan Jari, what do we think he can do this year? I don't know about Tristan Jari. He had a couple good stretches, but he also had some really rough patches as well. Well, his playoffs was obviously dismal yeah but the whole team was pretty bad in the playoffs i'm talking more regular season uh the backup also a guy who has minimal experience uh, mr casey DeSmith. again he's showed shown some potential but there's no proven veteran there so things could go off the rails pretty quickly yeah well i mean pittsburgh don't count them out but i think it's going to be more of a challenge this year than it's been uh you know, in this in this dynastic era. Of well, I think the dynastic Malkin. era is over. This is this is a new era, and I think we are here, boys. It says here uh, the airport station. Here, guys, we've made it. Oh, All right. right, it's all not right. the most direct route, but uh, hey, that's does all everybody right. have everything? Well, I think yeah, I'm good. So. I'm good. Bang. Yeah, I'm good. Hey, John, where's my wallet. Hang on, hang on. Jeez, buddy. Uh oh, we're we're leaving. John, sorry, hey, we buddy. Gotta go, we gotta go. Man. Like hang that on. train whoa, is. Uh, whoa, 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 whoa. Hurry, hurry. Let's go, Mark. Yeah, let's get off before they leave. Nice. Nice. Come fly with me. Let's fly. Let's fly away. If you can use some exotic booze, there's a bar in far Bombay. Come fly with me. Let's fly. Let's fly away. Come fly with me, let's float down to Peru. In Lama Land, there's a one-man band, and he'll toot his flute for you. Come fly with me, let's take off in the blue. Once I get you up there... Hello, sir. Cookies or pretzels? Pretzels, please. And you? I'll take the cookies, actually. Do you guys have any dried fruit or anything like that? Cookies or pretzels? Yeah, I think I'm good then. Hey, boys, it sure is nice to be on this plane, eh? Oh, I'm cold. Aren't you cold? I'm just disappointed because they didn't have any dried fruit. I bet if we were in the business class, they'd have dried fruit. I know they would. I wish that baby would stop crying. Hey, we've only got about, what, 45 minutes till uh, Jimin Island? Can't wait to get off this plane, yeah. 
So we're going to talk about the contending teams here. We're going to get to the real nitty-gritty. Sure, why not? Uh, well, seeing as how we only have about, what, 45 minutes, we better hurry up because I think Jeff needs at least that long to talk about his pitiful Leafs. Well, we can start with the Leafs, sure. I mean, what do you think, Jeffy? Oh. The Toronto Maple Leafs. Ready to have your heart broken again? Great yeah. regular season, tough postseason. Yeah, it was rough. It's difficult being a Maple Leaf fan. Um, decent off season, I suppose. Big change being that Freddie Anderson is now gone. They bring in Peter Morazic, which I thought was a decent move. Morazic's Slight downgrade, maybe? Slight downgrade. Uh, he's going to be doing a timeshare with Campbell. It's hard to know what... To, to expect out of those Leaf goaltenders. Yes, absolutely. I mean, Campbell had a great end to last season. Can he do something similar over a full schedule? I mean, he's not going to be asked to, but is Mrazek going to be able to back him up, especially with his injury history? Uh, Some question marks for sure. Yeah, another big question mark has to be the future of Morgan Riley. Is this his last year as a Leaf? Yeah, I kind of expect it will be the last year for Morgan Riley. So I think there's a lot of pressure on this team to perform. Always, every year we talk about the Leafs' blue line. Um, you know, Jake Muzzin, I thought, played really well. But is it enough? I don't know. I thought TJ Brody, I thought, was a really nice acquisition. It's nice to have him back for another season. Uh, but I still worry about the Leafs' blue line. It seems like a common refrain every year. Yeah, I mean, they would love to get a little more out of Rasmus Sandin. I'm sure if he could take a step forward, that'd be, that would be a very helpful thing for the, for the Leafs. But I love the Leafs' forward group. I expect Austin Matthews to challenge for the Rocket Richard. And uh, I know Mitch Marner had a bit of a rough playoffs, but I think he's going to be amazing this season. Well, I thought Nylander was their best forward in the playoffs, and uh, I think if he can pick up where he left off, uh, he could be a force for them as well this year. And, they, I mean, they've added some depth as well, Jeff. I mean, what do you think about Michael Bunting and uh, Andre Kasha? Yes, and I'm also excited about uh, Nick Ritchie. Nick Ritchie, for sure. They did yeah. lose Zach Hyman, though. Yeah, that was a big blow for the Leafs. Uh, I'm sad to see him go. So do you think they're a better hockey team now than they were a few months ago? No, I don't. No, I think they've lost a little bit. I wouldn't be surprised at all if they finished, you know, third in their division. Uh, sure, but I also wouldn't be surprised if they finished first. I think they're kind of in that in that position where they could be excellent or they could underwhelm. I guess if the young guys step take a step forward, though, that could lead to a better result this year in the playoffs. Maybe they win a round. Oh, wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> Well, how about we move on to a team that probably has a worse playoff record than your Toronto Maple Leafs. Um, Everyone's darling this season, though. The Florida Panthers. What do we think about these guys? A lot of talent up front. I really like the scoring potential that they have. I think they could go roll, you know, three solid forward lines that could all threaten. Obviously, they got Barkov and Huberto, who are, you know, stars in this league. But a lot of good secondary scoring as well. I think Sam Bennett was a great addition last year. What a fantastic pickup, Sam Bennett. And in the offseason, they go out and get Sam Reinhardt. Yeah, the two Sams. Uh, they'll probably be playing on the same line as well. That, that'll be exciting for Florida fans. Uh, yeah, I also love their depth. What do we think about their defensemen, though? Well, Aaron Ekblad's back. That's going to be huge for them. Yes, yeah, so hopefully a full year of him being healthy. Yeah, and uh, Mackenzie Weger really arrived on the scene last year. I think they have high hopes for him as well. Yeah, he's still young, so I think that uh, if he can continue to progress, then that's going to be a really nice one-two punch for defensemen. Some questions in net. Well, questions, but I don't think it's necessarily a problem. The question is who's going to take that starting job and run with it. you got to figure Bobrovsky gets the first shot with his contract. Yeah, I mean, I think the only question would be, do they give Bobrovsky a longer leash than he deserves because of that contract? Yeah, they've got 10 million reasons to. Yeah, uh, But Spencer Knight, a very exciting prospect. Yeah, and he did uh, get the last crack at it in the playoffs, and he looked pretty good, so I don't think he's the reason they lost to Tampa Bay. So I think you're right. The short, uh, could be a short leash for uh, 
Lieutenant Bobrovsky this year in Florida. It would be fun to see uh, Florida go on a bit of a run. Not at the expense of Toronto, of course, but uh, I think it would be a lot of fun. It's been a while, for sure. Yeah, while we're on the topic of fun, uh, how about the Carolina Hurricanes? What a fun offseason they just finished up. Yeah, that was a bit of a strange one for me. I don't know. What did you guys think of Carolina's offseason? Uh, some strange moves. I mean, I mean, letting Nedeljkovic go was a bit of a head-scratcher. Uh, they also got Tony D'Angelo, uh, probably the most controversial player in the league besides Evander Kane. But the biggest, weirdest thing they did the whole offseason, after lowballing their starting goalie and their number one defenseman, they dropped $6.1 million on Kotkaniemi from Montreal. I mean, this was just a pure revenge move from a nutty owner, Tom Dundon. And they really trolled the Canadiens on, online, too. Yeah, it was kind of interesting, uh, but is this what the NHL wants to see from their uh, management teams? I thought it was really strange because the Carolina Hurricanes have been such a feel-good story the last couple of years, and they seem like they're on an upward trajectory. And then to have this kind of offseason, I don't know, it sort of changes the way I look at the team. Yeah, the vi- the good vibes are gone. I mean, I still think they're an exciting squad, especially some of their, their young and talented players. But yeah, those feel-good, storm surge vibes, yeah, uh, I feel like they're kind of gone. I still like a lot of players on their team, though. You know, Sebastian Ajo and Tara Vinen. That's going to be a nice combination if uh, they're both healthy. Not to mention Svechnikov. That guy could get maybe 35 goals this year. For sure. I mean, Niederreiter is also an excellent, excellent player. Uh, Martin Nietzsche, he's, he's very good, too. So a lot of talent on the wing. And, I mean, the center depth is pretty solid. Kotkaniemi's probably going to start on the wing, but they still have Vinny Trocek, who's on the last year of his contract. Jordan Stahl's a solid centerman as well. So I think they're built to make a playoff run this year. So, what do you, I mean, Jeff, what do you think about their goaltenders? I mean, big switcheroo there, Freddie Anderson and Auntie Ranta as the duo. Yeah, you know, if Freddie can stay healthy, I think he's probably going to be a slight upgrade in what they've been rolling with the last few years. I think it could be successful for him there. Um, Rance is another guy, though, who has injury problems. Yeah, if they both go down, who's the number three, I wonder? Because we could see that guy in the NHL this year. Bring back the Zamboni driver, David Ayer. Sure, he's undefeated. <laughs> yeah, if they get a, in a playoff series with the Leafs, they should totally do it. <laughs> but Rod Brendamore, he seems to get the most out of this group. He does, he does. Uh, I do wonder about how a guy like Tony D'Angelo will fit, fit in in that system. He seems like not a kind of a Rod's kind of player, but I guess we'll we'll find out. Yeah, well, maybe he's hungry for a second chance, keep his head down and play hard. The guy definitely has talent. Next up, we've got the Boston Bruins. It'll be weird seeing Boston without Tuka Rask, uh, but they did make a move in, in the offseason to get a new goaltender. Yeah, Linus Allmark, whose numbers were not as bad as you would have guessed on a putrid Buffalo Sabres squad, is coming in to take his spot. And they do have Jeremy Swayman as well, who looked really good at the end of last season. And uh, Taylor Hall is back, this time for a full season. Um, He's happy to be in Boston. He seems motivated. So it's going to be interesting to see what he can put together over the course of the season. Again, it's going to be strange not even having Krejci there in Boston. It really feels like um, a changing of the guard. Yeah, this slowly, one by one, you know, is Chara a few years ago. This year, Krejci and Rask, this is what happens. You know, they're an older team that has to start phasing in some young players. But that's a big hole to leave at second line center. Who's going to step up and take it? Yeah, they don't have too many options. I mean, Charlie Coyle, he's okay. Eric Halla, also okay. But I don't think you'd be too comfortable putting these guys in that second spot. No, I don't think so. I think this is going to be a problem. And I think the depth on defense is also an issue for them. Do you think they're going to break up the perfection line? 
Uh, I mean, they could if they wanted to move like Pasternak down in the second line. That's a possibility, but I don't really think that addresses the need of that second line center. It does spread out the scoring depth a bit, but I, I could see Pasta having a monster year. But I think you're right, Mark. A lot of concerns about uh, defense. Mcavoy's back. Um, Grizzlick is there, but I don't know. They Carlo's just... underrated. Yes, I and, like and, and I mean Carlo. Mike Riley performed quite well That's for them true. when they got him from Ottawa last season. So I think they were pleased, uh, pleasantly surprised with that. Yeah, I'm not sure if that's a guy you can rely on. He still has brain cramps, and uh, this is a team that will probably make the playoffs. So once you get into the playoffs, I'm not sure this is the kind of guy you want out there playing big minutes. Yeah, uh, you know, I still think they're a solid squad. Remains to be seen if they're going to be any better than they were last year. But, I'm, you know, I'm reasonably high on this team. We could also see the return of Tuka Rask if the uh, two goalies falter. I, I could see him coming in and saving the day for them. Well, I mean, we come at last to uh, the New York Islanders. Uh, perennial surprises. Are they a surprising team anymore? Well, you know, I've never been a guy to believe in the New York Islanders, but uh, I have to admit that they have earned my respect, and I think they belong on this airplane among these teams. And I think they're a shoe in for the playoffs, and I would not want to face them in the playoffs either. They're a solid hockey team, well-coached, and they've got good depth on wing center and defense and the goaltending is wow yeah i really do love that uh, goaltending tandem sorokin and varley yeah but i mean let's be honest it doesn't really seem to matter who they put out there they always play well for barry trotz and and uh, mitch corn we we talk about this every year what do you think about some of the additions i mean they they got uh, zach parise yeah that's right lou lou amarillo brings uh parise in i don't know how much he's got left but it could be an all right move I actually kind of think it's a good spot for him. The system's good. Um, you know, like you said, maybe he's on his last legs. But uh, I think if he has a chance to really pitch in, this is a good group to do it with. Yeah, if he's playing 12 to 14 minutes in a bottom six role, maybe power play number two action, he could definitely be a player that helps them out this season. I know his time wasn't great there last year, but I was happy to see they brought back uh, Kyle Palmieri. Sure, no, he's a very underrated winger. He always pots you 20 goals. He plays a pretty edgy game, and... Um, yeah, I think he's the kind of guy that will play well in the playoffs as well. And John, you're a big fan of their captain. Sure, uh, Anders Lee. I mean, they missed him in the playoffs last year. He is back, ready to go. Um, let's not forget he has scored 40 goals in the past. I, I don't expect him to do that again, but he's usually good for 30 and great on the power play there. Uh, we haven't mentioned Matt Barzell, though. I mean, he's their superstar. Does he have a next level? I think he does. He's not that old. I think he's got one more notch to go, and if he can hit that notch... We might have to consider this team to be a legitimate Stanley Cup t contender. They gave Tampa Bay all they could handle last year in the playoffs. Two years in a row. Two years in a row, that's right. And uh, Bullock and Pellick, uh, great top pairing, real shutdown pair. Uh, scary to play against, I think. That's right. Uh, Pellick won our Rod Langway uh, Defensive Player of the Year. Yeah, great stash he got. Great stash. <laughs> Did you like that? Yeah, you saw yeah, that? Yeah. Nick Letty has moved on, but I think a guy like Noah Dobson is going to take another step forward for them this season. And they also have Eric Gustafson in there. Yeah, I wouldn't rely on him for much. No, no, but maybe if they needed a power play guy, if Dobson wasn't ready, uh, he could step in there. And they've also got uh, maybe not so ageless wonder anymore, but still a big body back there. Zdeno Chara returns to the New York Islanders. Leadership, penalty killing. And just a mean guy, not a guy you'd want to tangle with on the ice. So I think he could probably still pitch in, maybe not playing every game. But if he, you know, plays 30, 40 games against the right kind of opponents, I think he can still help. And back to where it all began, his career. 
Uh, the Islanders uh, start off with a really tough stretch to begin the season. They'll be on the road as they're waiting to open up their new building. A lot of excitement around the team when they open up their new facility. Oh, wow, yeah, that is exciting. Another team that is kind of always in contention and uh, has, you know, played a lot of deep playoff hockey recently is the Vegas Golden Knights. I think that they're a team to be reckoned with once again. Sure, their short history has been very successful. No doubt. No doubt. Um, I mean, last year they looked excellent. They got uh, flubbed by the Montreal Canadiens there at the end. And a lot of people blame that to a lack of center depth. And they didn't really address that in the offseason. Getting Nolan Patrick, is that going to be enough to fill that hole there? I'm not sure he's ever going to live up to being the second pick overall. But if he could turn out to be, you know, even a good third-line centerman, that could help them. They do have some really nice depth on the wings. I mean, having Pacioretty and and Stone bringing in Dadunov. Uh, but, yeah, the center is Chandler Stevenson. Can he do it? He was really good last year, though. I think that he's underrated. I don't know if you want that to be your number one centerman. Um, they do have a young player, Peyton Krebs, who might take a step forward this season. I'd watch out for him. Um, but a rock-solid defense score. Yeah, I love their uh, top three. I mean, for sure. Shea Theodore has really emerged as that number one guy they always hoped he would be. Um, so that's great. And, obviously, Petrangelo, another guy that you can count on back there all the time. Well, I would argue Petrangelo is still number one, but uh, Theodore is a nice 1B. Yeah, and then I'm just really surprised that they were able to sign Alex Martinez. I thought that might be kind of mission impossible for them. But the biggest thing mm, uh, that well, happened yeah. to this team in the offseason was just <laughs> kicking Marc-Andre Fleury to the curb. Yeah. Classless move. Just really disgusting. The owner had promised Fleury that he'd retire a night, and then he sent packing to Chicago. And now they've got Robin Leonard, and uh, they brought in... Brassois from Winnipeg, who, what does he really prove in the NHL? I mean, you watched him closely, John. What do you think? Um, I mean, he's been a little all over the place. He seems to have a good year, bad year, good year, bad year. But, of, of course, he's playing behind one of the biggest workhorses in the NHL and Connor Hellebuck. So I would say it's a small sample size and the jury's still out. I don't know how much we can expect him to play in Vegas. And I don't know when he does play what we can expect from him stats-wise. Yeah, Leonard might have to play a lot of hockey this year, and he's never really carried the load for a full season, so there are some question marks in net for Vegas. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I kind of look at Vegas as a very similar in, in a very similar position as they were last year. Great team, probably not good enough to win a cup, though. No, well, they could add something big at the deadline, though. That's true. True, yeah. Okay, well, boys, listen, uh, I'm a little parched here. I might uh, take a little stroll. And grab some sparkling water. Oh, you guys want we're anything? Done. Could yeah, you grab me some cookies, man? More cookies? Oh, you yeah. had the pretzels. That's right. Obviously, yeah. if any dry fruit uh, <laughs> comes your way, I would be very enthusiastic about I'll that opportunity. Look. I'll have a look. All right. Yeah, hurry All up right. there, though, John. Right. Okay. Skin. Sorry. Excuse me. Wonder if they got any water over here. Is this a water place? The, the galley over here. Maybe there's stuff in anything in here. Mm-hmm. How about in this one? Got a drawer here. Maybe something in the drawer. Oh, no dice, eh? What's behind the curtain here? Wow! First class! I pronounce it to be the most whimsical tip the season. Excuse me, sir, you cannot be here. Oh, really? Okay. Hey, there you are, John. Where you wow, been? I thought you were dead. Boys, I was just in first class. It was unbelievable in there. Really? What's it like? It's sweet? I mean, there was there was music. There was, like, champagne fountains. Um, yeah. yeah, I think I even saw Tim Apple up there. 
<laughs> who? Huh? The Apple Computers guy. Who else did you see out there? Anybody else? Well, I think I saw Tampa Bay Lightning and the Colorado Avalanche. Well, that would make a lot of sense. Yeah, they, they, they are, deserve to be, you know, in first class. They're a cut above the rest. I think they are. Yeah, these are two fantastic teams. So, how about we uh, hit the Colorado Avalanche first? What do we think about these guys? I picked them to win the cup last season. Uh, I think, you know, we talk about great lines in hockey. I think that Nathan McKinnon, Nico Ranson, and Gabriel Landeskog it might be the best line in hockey when they're together. Yeah, a wicked line. I'm so happy that they were able to sign Landeskog in the offseason. Yeah, that was huge, getting their captain back was massive. Um, you know, as their second-line center, uh, they still have Nazem Kadri. It would be nice if he could uh, finish a playoff with them. <laughs> not, get with not get suspended. Yeah, I'm surprised exactly. they brought him back after that. But uh, he is a talented player. Um, if he can get back on track this year, that would be huge for Colorado. They lose Donskoy. Some of their depth, they still have Berikovsky. Yeah, and I think they're hoping Alex Newhook takes a step forward this year. The defense core is just really scary. Uh, so much offense back there. You know, obviously, Kale McCarr. Most dynamic defenseman as far as creating offense from the back end. And they got him all locked up. Yeah, yeah, he got paid off. I think it was a pretty fair contract considering what he brings to the table. Uh, you got to like uh, Devin Taze. He's a solid defenseman, as is Sammy Gerard. Oh, for sure. And uh, young Bowen Byram. I mean, he's an exciting mm-hmm. guy, too. Yeah, I guess the only question is, can they defend when they're, you know, playoff hockey, you've got a one-goal lead. Is this the kind of decor that will be able to shut things down? Well, yeah, and no Grubauer, right? That was the big thing in the offseason. Yeah. They bring in Dar- Darcy. Ooh, Boys. whoa, what is that? A little shaky, just a like little, the goaltending there. A little there. shaky, yeah. I think we're almost. actually going over some mountains man, right now, maybe. Scare me, man. Yeah, that is tough. But yes, the goaltending could be a little shaky for sure. Yeah, and, and if Camper, he, who's never played, I don't think he's ever played over 55 games in a season. Yeah, he's had some great stretches. His numbers are excellent, but with him as your number one and then the always injured Pavel Francouz as your backup, I mean, this is not confidence-inspiring for what should be a Stanley Cup contending team. Yeah, I mean, can they get it done without amazing goaltending? Teams have done it in the past, and this is certainly a roster that is constructed to be amazing. Are they just that good to be able to get over the hump without all-star goaltending? Maybe they can dip into that uh, four-headed goaltending monster in Dallas. They could get themselves a veteran who's you know a solid backup for Kemper. I think that would be a game-changer for them. One team that does not have any problems in net is the defending two-time Stanley Cup champions, uh, Tampa Bay Lightning, uh, Andre Vasilevsky. Doesn't He's get the best. Much better than that. He's the best. He has been absolutely lights out in the playoffs for them in elimination games, especially um, shutting teams out, just being completely dominant. And how about Kucherov when he comes back from oh. that injury and then leads the league in scoring for playoffs? Yeah, you know, you think about guys who have done it in the past, you know, like Mary Lemieux coming back from cancer and leading the league in scoring. Just some of these elite players, they can just, they really can just turn it on and off. He's one of a kind. What do you think of Steve Samkos going into the year? Oh, I mean, if he can stay healthy, I think he's still a very excellent player, and he's got a great supporting cast. Uh, I'm a little worried about them losing an entire line, and, yeah. a, and a line that was very, very impactful for them in the playoffs. Sure. They've still got Point. They've still got Kalorn. Uh, Tyler Johnson's gone. But Tampa Bay always seems to find some guys. Sure, a guy like maybe uh, that Colton kid they have. Ross. Yes. And uh, I mean, they've still got Sorelli, right? Matthew Joseph. Yep. Uh, and they picked up Corey Perry. So that's fun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was sad to see him leave Montreal, but uh, I think he went to the right team. Uh, he could be the kind of guy that puts them over the top in a playoff run. And what about their blue line? I mean, obviously, headed by uh, 
Victor Headman. Um, <laughs> he's the headman. He's one of the best in the game. Ryan McDonough is, I think, really underrated. Just so smooth and solid back there. Never makes a mistake. Just a trustworthy guy. Moves the puck well. They still have Sergachev. They sure do. They sure do. Zach Bogosian. And Eric I Chernak. like that move of bringing in Bogosian. Actually, as a Leaf fan, I really thought he was uh, pretty good last year for us. Yeah. Yeah, what I he think, gives. I think he's kind of a David Savard replacement. You know, kind of a gritty guy who can do some penalty killing for you. Physical presence. Would anybody be surprised if they three-peated? No. I would not. No, I would not bet against them. Man, this turbulence is getting a little freaky. Yeah, no Must kidding. Must be going through a storm or something. Check out the window. Look at the window there, man. Is that lightning? Yeah. Whoa, this is freaky. Oh, man, we're, we're done for. This is trouble, guys. Put your mask on. Put the oxygen mask on, man. This is are back john what a weird tune that was who is that uh, that's my buddy uh, dj red light uh, yeah. you know this guy i've been hanging you around, been hanging around with him oh, he's a lot awesome. recently yeah he's really opened my eyes to a lot of uh you know mu- new musical ideas really broadened my horizons yeah i don't know if it's necessarily my cup of tea nor is it mine open your eyes boys uh guys we i'm just so happy to be in this hotel room right now what a crazy plane ride that was yeah i wasn't sure we were gonna make it to be honest uh feel like I'm living uh, an extra life here. Yeah, living on borrowed time, that's for sure. But the, the landing was pretty smooth. It was. Yeah. And it is fantastic to be in Jimin Island. We're right next to China. We can literally see China from outside our hotel window. Yeah, pretty cool. Pretty cool spot. Yeah, it is. Lots of uh, military history on this island. Yeah, absolutely. Well, good news, guys. The mailbag also survived that flight, so I think we should crack her open. Sorry, sorry. What was the question? I would totally veto that. What kind of league are we running here anyways? I'll have to consult the rule book on that one. Remember the trade guidelines. Can we get some friendly questions here? You guys have got to dress your players. Got to dress your players. Dress your players. Okay, this is everybody's favorite segment, Ask the Commish. You can get your questions in last minute. Remember to email us at rodlangwayfanclub at gmail.com. Send us a tweet at rodlangwayfanclub or, you know, get a hold of us any way you want. You all, you all got our phone number. Yeah, speaking of which, our first question comes from Ryan Hansen, a good friend of mine, longtime listener of the show, and he asks, with some players opting to enter the season unvaccinated, which team will be affected most? Thank you for that question, Ryan, and COVID continues to linger over this uh, season coming up here. I think most of the players, though, are vaccinated, um, so I don't think it's going to be a huge issue, but you know, we, we, we do see breakthrough cases, and I wouldn't be surprised if some teams this season have to shut down for five, seven days. Well, Jeff, there are a few players of note, uh, the biggest one being Mackenzie Blackwood, who is the starting goaltender for the New Jersey Devils. He is still yet to be vaccinated, so that could really be a big problem for them. That's right, and uh, Tyler Bertuzzi from the Red Wings is another one. Um, really a bit of a shame with uh, Archibald in uh, Edmonton, uh, who decided not to get uh, vaccinated. And now he's got COVID complications from previously. And it looks like his career is in jeopardy. Yeah, Facebook conspiracy theory may have cost a man his career. 
Yeah, it's very, very unfortunate. I don't, I don't know how many teams it will affect too badly. I mean, the the Devils, that's a problem because you know they're not going to be able to travel to Canada with Blackwood, or Blackwood won't be able to travel to Canada, so that's a problem. And he's got to be separate from the team. It's, it wouldn't be good for just the team morale to have a guy who's supposed to be a leader on the team not you know doing the right thing for the rest of the guys. Yeah, it's going to be an up and down season. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, hopefully better than last year though. Uh, I think it will be. I mean, with all the players being vaccinated, as, as long as there's not another. Uh, new strain of the virus yeah it's got to be so tough on the, the players and and their families and all the coaching staff what else do we got there guys i do have to mention this um we had a really funny email from uh, some company they they uh i guess they make supplements and they wanted us to uh do a promotion for them they were going to send us a whole supply of them and uh you know want us to take them and then give a testimonial about it give me a break man the rod langway fan club will never sell out for endorsements we're all natural here at the langway (laughs) podcast yeah just thought i should mention that though it's kind of funny okay well nice to know that there are some offers coming in for new sponsors though it's not all bad and what's up next well we do have an email from our old pal leroy from vegas remember leroy oh i remember that guy yeah 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 uh he's wondering about evander kane he just says, uh, what do you think about the Evander Kane controversy? I've had some problems with gambling. It sounds like he's in it deep. Oh, man. It never ends with this guy. Yeah. As far as the gambling allegations done by his wife, like sounds like soon to be his ex-wife, that's serious stuff. That's like shoeless Joe Jackson stuff. Um, it looks as though the NHL has investigated it. It seems as though there's there's nothing there, although it seems like he does have a gambling problem. Um, that would be awful if there was ever a case of a player throwing a game uh, to make some money. But, I mean, it's not the end. It's just the tip of the iceberg for Evander Kane. The most recent one being that he has this fake vaccination certificate that he's been trying to pass off as real, and he got busted using that. So, I mean, what a boneheaded move. Yes, I mean, it, it's a Classy disaster. Yeah, guy. I mean, he's he, he may not even play this season. And for such a talented hockey player to lose so much time over just foolishness. It's really unfortunate. Yeah, I just hope he can get his life back together again, let alone hockey. Yeah, you got to figure with a player of that talent that someone's going to give him a second chance. I mean, look, D'Angelo got another crack in Carolina. Hey, maybe Carolina will bring him in for a playoff run. (laughs) Maybe he needs a visit from Dustin Bufflin. Yeah, he could uh, (laughs) throw his tracksuit into the shower again. Yeah. Yeah, tough times for Kane. And we've got something else there, yeah? Yeah, we've got a tweet here from Curly Phil from Saskatoon. And okay. uh, yeah, he's asking about this uh, Robin Leonard tirade on Twitter. It came out a few days ago saying, what's up with Robin Leonard? Is he okay? Any truth to these accusations? I really like Robin Leonard. I, I respect his honesty. But when he came out and just lobbed some bombs there about, um, you know, painkillers in the NHL and... I don't know. I guess it's probably something that the NHL has kept under wraps for so long. It, it They just get it all out there, air the dirty laundry. And I think there are a lot of problems that a lot of fans don't even really think about. Sure, but he named names. He actually threw out the name of current Philadelphia Flyers head coach Alain Vigneault, which is kind of a weird thing because he's never played for Vigneault. He must have a friend on the team or a guy that's played for him before. I, I'm not sure what the connection is there, but it's kind of bizarre. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a very, very important issue for the league. We've seen a lot of players, I think, um, play through injuries that I think the human body really shouldn't be playing through and probably exposing themselves to more injuries that are unnecessary. Guys like Eric Carlson, guys like Ryan Kessler, 
And, you know, a lot of these guys probably weren't the same after some of these playoff runs. I think it's a little unfortunate, though, that, um, you know, Leonard in a tweet storm comes out with this stuff. I mean, maybe he could have done it in a slightly more diplomatic and uh, thoughtful way to make sure that the issue gets uh, as serious attention as it deserves. That's kind of the Scandinavian way, though, just blunt, direct, brutal honesty. And I I, kind of dig it. I think yeah. we need more of that in the NHL instead of all of these PC guys just giving, you know, the boring quotes and it's refreshing. Apparently he has met with the league and members from the Players Association. So hopefully some good will come out of this. Yeah, I, I definitely hope it does because it's an issue that fans should be aware of, especially when they think about players. Oh, this guy, he's, you know, he's such a wimp. Why isn't he playing? Um, well, these guys uh, play through all kinds of terrible injuries and jeopardize their long-term health. Modern day gladiators. And I think we have time for one more question before we get out there and explore the streets of Jimin Island. What do you got? Uh, This is just from Joe from Taiwan. We get this one every year, and I think we're happy to answer it. Boys, who are your cup picks? It's that time of year to pick our champion. Our champion. A 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 champion. Well, Joe, my answer is not going to be that exciting, but I'm going to predict that the Tampa Bay Lightning, in spite of all of their losses, will three-peat. Way to go out on a limb there, Commission. I know, I know, but it's unbelievable. If they could pull this off, mm. um, it's just amazing. I mean, it hasn't been done since the Islanders, right? That's right. Yeah. yeah, in the cap era, it's really impressive that they're in this position. I, I'm not, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they did it. No. And uh, what about you, Mark? Who you got? Well, uh, you guys know I've been really high on the Colorado Avalanche for the last few seasons. I think they learned a lesson last year in the playoffs. You know, they jumped out to that big lead, two games to nothing against Vegas. They looked like world beaters, and I think they just took their foot off the gas, and they never recovered. Vegas counterpunched, and that was it. I think this year there's going to be a renewed focus. The young guys have learned from the experience. I think all the pieces are there. They might probably add another guy at the deadline, maybe a shutdown defender, but uh, I think there will be no stopping them this season. Avalanche will cruise to their first Stanley Cup title since the thousands, the aughts. Okay. Mm. And John? I mean, I like both your picks. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see either of those teams raise Lord Stanley's Cup. Um, And I'm also going to go with a team that's fared fairly well recently. Um, I was tempted to go Florida because everyone seems to think they're going to be really good this year, and I think they'd probably be pretty good. But I'm going to go New York Islanders. Oh, the New York Islanders! I just think they're so well coached. They play such a tight game, a very good playoff hockey. And I mean, they did bring the Lightning to the brink. I think had they got through that game seven, they probably would have beat Montreal as well. And uh, yeah, I think this is the year for them. And you know, T Bay has probably regressed a little bit. Islanders kind of stood pat. And I think that's probably all they need to do to just surpass T-Bay on the quest of the cup. That would be super cool. I could get behind an Islanders Stanley Cup win. Yeah, I will begrudgingly admit that I wouldn't mind seeing them win the cup either. All right. So that about does it, yeah? Yeah, I think that's about it for our uh, preseason preview here. Well, that was a lot of fun. I'm going to enjoy the rest of our trip here. Um, I'm very much looking forward to this season. I am so pumped. An 82-game schedule. Yeah, no, it's going to be great. Uh, Could be a long year for my Habs, but uh, it's going to be an exciting year. I think a lot of good young players are going to rise up and uh, should be pretty competitive. I think a lot of parity in this league. 
and we will be happy to be back at the first quarter mark to fill you in on all the goings on from here till then so we'll see you then yes thanks everybody for listening and i hope you had yourselves a time well i i i hope you had yourselves a time hope you had yourselves a time hope hope you had time time time, time.